0: To where I long to be, a magical trip report podcast. If you are new here, my name is Virginia and I am your host. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about me, I do have an episode that goes into a little detail about who I am and my Disney backstory. In a nutshell, I live in New York City and I'm a DVC member and an annual pass holder at Walt Disney World. My family includes my husband, Charles, and my 13-year-old son, Alex, who is featured on my Labor Day weekend birthday trip episodes, so check those out because he's a character. If you like what you hear today, please take a minute to rate and review the podcast, and if you are interested in being a Trip Report guest, my information is in the show notes. And now for the good stuff. Today, I am welcoming Kat from Cat in the Kingdom Travel. She is a travel planner who specializes in all things Disney and Universal. You can follow her shenanigans, as she likes to call them, on Instagram, where her handle is C-A-T-T underscore in the kingdom. This trip that Kat is planning is a super quick jaunt down to Walt Disney World after she won a two-night stay in a DVC villa. Kat is already a DVC member herself and an annual pass holder who is more than happy to drive down to Disney at any opportunity that presents itself, even if it's only for two nights. Without further ado, here's Kat. Welcome to the podcast, Kat. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I have had better days. You know that we've had some trouble getting connected here because of internet issues, but we are here now, and I'm so excited to talk to you. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about who you are, where you live in these great United States of ours, and uh, a little bit about your Disney background? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I'm Kat. I'm a teacher in North Carolina.
1: Um, My Disney background, that goes deep. Um, I was born in Florida. Uh, probably about an hour and a half from Orlando and spent the first five years of my life down there kind of bouncing around between um, the Hollywood area and um, around Kissimmee and Orlando and Gainesville Um, and then still had family for many, many years. So I mean, pretty much any spring break or summer vacation, I was down in Florida. Um, I, uh, in high school, marched in both a Walt Disney World parade and a Disneyland parade as part of our marching band. Mm-hmm. Um, and for both my high school graduation and my college graduation, both Disney trips, that was the only gift I asked for. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's been a it's been a lifelong love. Um, and then just recently um, in 2021, I made it kind of a career choice or a side gig choice um, to be a Disney travel planner. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I do that, you know, teach full time and then do that on the side, bringing families to Disney. OK, I have a couple follow up
0: questions. What do you teach? I teach middle school English. Okay. All right. So middle school, is middle school where you are sixth, seventh, and eighth grade? Uh, yes. At our school, we just recently changed it. So now it's
1: fifth through eighth. Um, but yes, that is those middle grades for sure.
0: Are you okay to say where in North Carolina you are? Uh, yes. I'm actually in um, right outside of Charlotte. So in the Concord region. Oh, Okay. All right, Mm -hmm. I am a North Carolina native, so I was born and raised in a little town uh, in the mountains just south of Asheville and went to UNC Chapel Hill, so North Carolina is near and dear to my heart. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, I still have family there. I was there in July visiting uh, my sisters in Durham, so. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, another follow-up question. You said you marched in several parades. What instrument did you play? I played the clarinet. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. I marched in a Disney parade in high school too. That was my big high school trip. was a marching band Main Street parade, and I played trumpet. And that's what I did in that that parade. Although a couple of years later, I was I was the drum major, so I was conducting the marching band. So. We have a lot in common. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to say. Goodness. <laughs> okay. All right. So you have a, a short trip coming up. Uh, do you go on these short jaunts often down to Disney World? Um, Recently, yes.
1: Um, mm-hmm. We kind of found our passion for that um, in December of 2021 after all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the bug to go. We hadn't been in Quite some time, so a lot mm-hmm. of new things had kind of come and gone, and um, and we would just kind of were like, you know what, I, it's time to go. We want to go, um, mm-hmm. and we, you know, by because of being home, we watched a lot of YouTube, a lot of vloggers. We kind of started getting into that. Um, so I started learning a lot more things and the more I was learning, I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm missing all this stuff. Like we used to go and I used to just be more of a part of it. And now I feel like, you know, we haven't been in so long and now I don't mm-hmm. know, like, know what any of these things are. And um, so we just kind of got the bug and we decided to go a December just for a weekend, just totally random out of the blue. We just decided, Hey, we're going to take a weekend and go. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, yeah, it was like two nights, two or three nights, very quick. You know, we, mm-hmm. we did, we hit Disney Springs one night and then we did, um, a park the next day. And then we were home the next day. (laughs) And um, just, yeah, very, very fast. And, you know, we did that. And then we were like, is that crazy? Is that, you know, weird to do? And then we were like, you know what kind of isn't it, it can be a little bit cheaper to just kind of go and, you know, get a jaunt in and do Mm -hmm. just like a couple things. And then you don't do so much. So that way, you kind of have a reason to go back, you kind of have an excuse. Mm -hmm. And um, so we kind of like that, too. And then that kind of turned into you know, another trip, we had a big trip planned and we had it planned for over a year uh, for my daughter's fifth birthday. So we also kind of were like, is that weird that we are going, knowing we're about to go in like February for this big trip. And we're like, yeah, but that's going to be a big trip with family and all the kids and all the things. And this was literally just me and my husband. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it just kind of spiraled from there. Uh, then we went again for like two nights in April and then again for another, um, I think two nights in like July Mm -hmm. and then another uh, like three nights in September and then another like, two nights in November, literally, that we booked within 24 hours um, and went. And um, and then another like three nights in December. So they're becoming more frequent things. <laughs> that was not our intention, but it just kind of keeps happening. We just keep, you know, we hear something coming up and we're like, oh, let's go check that out. And mm-hmm. we just book it and go as long as everything lines up.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I did notice on your Instagram page, which I, I follow you, that you are an AP and you have DBC. So those are both things that Cause you to think, how can I get back down there again? <laughs> yep, <laughs> <laughs> makes it a little bit easier. Um, you uh, mentioned that you you have a spouse, right? Mm-hmm. Is, is he as into it as you are, or is he just happy to tag along? What's his level of excitement when it comes to Disney? Honestly, it it it
1: depends. Um, but when we have a trip booked or we're talking about one, he is definitely the bigger instigator where I am still very much the voice of reason. Like when I know like, Hey, we just went or, Hey, we, you know, we need to be like maneuvering money around. It's very much me saying, Hey, we shouldn't go that less than 24 hours trip I mentioned in November. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was all him. He made some comment (laughs) about wanting to go. And Mm -hmm. I said, no, we're going in December. That we had a four part um, challenge planned. Mm -hmm. And I was like, we're already going. And we just had gone in September. And I was like, there's, I don't want to say no reason to go. There's always a reason to go. Um, there's just no reason to go like right now. Like there's just, you know, we, we need to, we need to cool it. I need to rein myself in. I don't need an excuse. <laughs> and so he brought it up. And within a week, he like kind of kept poking at it. And he's like, well, you know, I mean, are there, is there any, any availability? this weekend and if we were to go like how much would it cost like he would not let it go and I was like dude it's not happening um and then that particular week it was actually jersey week which is crazy um because that's not a time you want to go but a hurricane was coming in and it ended up not being anything but a lot of people canceled and I happened to check like the night before he was saying he wanted to go and turns out there's like a lot of availability at the all-stars Um, and at like stuff like pop century. And he was like, if it's available, let's book it. And we did. And so he, if he gets in a mood for it, yeah, he can be kind of a bigger nerd than I am and push for more (laughs) of these small, spontaneous trips. Then we're my, I'm more like, I need time to plan. I got to figure out everything we're going to do.
0: Oh, that's cool. Um, just for anyone who's listening, who is not familiar with Jersey week, can you, Describe what that is very briefly.
1: (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Because it is definitely something I had to learn about as well, um, being able to give travel guidance. Um, It's one of those sneaky secret Disney holidays that you don't know about, kind of like a run Disney weekend, where um, up in New Jersey, they have like the, it's like the week off. Basically, it's around wherever um, Veterans Day is. Instead of them taking the one day holiday, basically, it's like a whole week long, like almost like a fall break. Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of them choose to go down to the parks that week. And Mm -hmm. so that's when you'll see kind of an elevated, like kind of weird crowd push during that time. Um, and then usually too, it's always around when, um, I think food and wine tends to end now since it goes into November. So locals and anybody else who's trying to catch that festival before it leaves. And they usually put a lot of their headliners and stuff to it at the eat to the beat concert. So sometimes it's like a perfect storm, but yeah. a lot of people up from like the North that have that week off, that's why they call it Jersey week. They'll be down yeah. there in the millions. It's a lot. And then.
0: <laughs> yeah. And and just to clarify for everyone, the weird crowd push, uh, I'm absolutely certain Kat meant that it's a strange surge in people. Not that my neighbors from New Jersey are strange so oh, <laughs> i don't want anyone out there who's listening to be like oh she's has something against people from new jersey <laughs> oh yeah no not at no. all not at
1: all yeah it's a, it's a weird time because it's still pre-holiday so it's like right. that's why that's why it's a weird time to have a crowd Not right. like the weird crowd it's that it's just it's busy at a weird time where normally you would think any time like spring break or over the summer or christmas would be busy this is like that one november week that happens to be busy that right people notice or kind of caught on
0: Yeah, if you happen to go there during that week, you would be saying to yourself, what on earth, where are all these people coming from? And the answer is New Jersey and the surrounding states. (laughs) Yep. Okay. All right. Let's get into your trip. Um, How did you decide on uh, these particular dates? And if you want to tell everybody what your dates are.
1: Absolutely. Yep. We are going, um, it's a quick little trip, October 13th to the 15th. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to leave like real, real early, probably while it's almost still Thursday, <laughs> Friday, mm-hmm. uh, to get down there and then we'll leave, you know, kind of mid morning on Sunday. Um, so we're just really there for like one full day. Um, we kind of decided on these days, but they were also kind of chosen for us. Um, I actually, as part of my partnership or affiliate with uh, world of DVC, I won an affiliate contest that they were running for a free two nights stay in a villa. Oh. Okay. Um, and so they gave us kind of like a guideline of when the trip had to be booked by and kind of gave them my dates, of course, cause we're educators. So unfortunately weekends, we can, we can get a sub for a Friday. It's harder to do that like Tuesday to Thursday or something like that. So, right. um, so we just kind of gave them our dates and this was the one that kind of lined up. So mm-hmm. that's the
0: one we took. All right. Where are you going to be staying? Uh, we are going to be staying at Saratoga Springs. Okay. Do you know which section of Saratoga Springs? And have you stayed there before?
1: Um, we are staying in a preferred. That's the one that we won. So that's the one mm-hmm. in our category. So it'll most likely either be right there at the Springs um, little neighborhood. And I want to say... It's Congress Park, I think. Yeah. Congress Park mm-hmm. is like the other one premier. So either one of those, I think they consider uh, preferred because one is the closest one to the walkway at Disney Springs. And then the mm-hmm. other one's like right there at the carriage house. Right. Um, and yes, we, we did stay there actually in July um, another one of those, hey, let's take a last minute trip
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> in, su- in the summer. So we actually stayed there for two nights.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have stayed there once before and I really loved it. The, the rooms are nicely renovated. I loved being able to walk over to Disney Springs. It's very easy to find availability there if you are a DVC member, or if you're looking to rent DVC points, um, you can usually find something there. The only thing that I would say is if If I stayed there, again, we did have a rental car when we were there before, and I think I would probably continue to get a rental car if I knew I was going to be over there because it just seems like such a big resort, so I did not really want to take advantage of the buses for that particular stay. Um, Are you going to be renting a car for this trip, or are you going to rely on Disney transportation?
1: Um, anytime that we go, we actually just drive down. Um, it's about, yeah, it's about eight and a half hours for us. So we, like I said, that's why we usually leave at a unheard of hour. Uh Um, but yeah, it, if we can get most of the driving done before the sun's up, you know, it kind of, one, it gives us more time, um, as during our check-in day to do something Mm -hmm. like go to Disney Springs or check out the resort or go to the pool, Mm-hmm. um but you know we kind of break it up too. like about every two hours we just we stop we take a breather we get a snack and it goes by like the more we've done it it kind of goes by quicker so yeah. it's just easier than kind of fiddling with flights for us like where we're kind of located the flight uh-huh. is quick but sometimes trying to get the money and get all that situated and then find a car we yeah. might as well just have like take our own and
0: right how does your daughter do on a drive like that is she able to sleep most of the way Ah. Uh, When we have to leave really early, they tend to
1: sleep. Um, It kind of depends. My youngest, my uh, three-year-old, he will usually take a nap. If we don't leave like super, super early and Mm -hmm. we just leave at a normal time, he'll usually nap about the time that, you know, he would normally have to nap like at school. Mm -hmm. Um, My daughter doesn't really do that. She runs on just pure six-year-old energy and is Mm -hmm. just you know are we there yet and can I have a snack can I have another snack what about this one well what are we going to do there what are we doing (laughs) so not quite as much but we do have one of those little um dvd players that hooks onto the headrest so that usually takes Mm -hmm. a lot of time to because they get to pick their own movies we kind of give them control over that so and we bring us lots of snacks and all kinds of little um games and coloring books and stuff to keep them kind of occupied
0: yeah okay All right. Well, let's get into your actual trip plans. So you're arriving on dun 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 Friday the (laughs) Thirteenth. What are your plans for your arrival day?
1: Uh, so depending on what time we get in, um, we always like to check in on the app and then we kind of like to pop in when we're there just to see, you never can guarantee that they're going to have your room ready, but we always like to check in in person and just be like, Hey, we checked in any chance it's available. Um, so if it's ready, that's when we like to kind of dump our stuff. We kind of like to secure everything in there so that way we don't have to worry about anything sitting out in the Florida sun, which Mm -hmm. will always be hot. Um, and if it's not, um, we we'll, our still plan is to go early enough that we can kind of hit Disney Springs before it gets too crowded, um, which is always perfect. Like right when it opens, you kind of get a nice little lull up until about lunchtime before really like a lot of people start showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, since it's Friday the 13th and it's October, um, we're going to hit up Gideon's
0: for their special nice. cookies. Yes. Um, have you looked to see what their October cookie is yet? Because it's October 1st today as we're recording and I have not checked that out.
1: Oh yes, um, I was on there. I knew exactly when he was going <laughs> to post stadium this morning. Um, they are—he's uh, got the Frankenstein and the Bride of Frankenstein cookies back. So he there's always two in October, mm-hmm. um, and so we're going to snatch both of those up. So one is made, I think, with like Oreos and then like M and M's in the like his like the chocolate batter, and then the other one's made with the golden Oreos with M and M's.
0: Okay, And um,
1: this will be our first time getting actually down there during that month, because that's actually the month that Gideon's opened. So it's kind of like a big, he always does a big celebration. And there's always like extra merch and always like, you know, a different Mm -hmm. character that he'll release for that October and for both cookies. So very excited for that.
0: Oh, that's really cool. I love Gideon's and I especially love their peanut butter cold brew. Have you had it? Oh, Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, so, so, so much of it. <laughs> good. Oh my gosh. When I was down there for my my May solo trip, I actually bought two of them and drank them one right after the other. Cause I was like, I always want more. And I was like, today I'm just going to do it. And man, was I wired after that. Oh <laughs> yeah. So cool. I
1: have, uh, I have definitely done that before with one of their seasonal um, ones and the peanut butter cold brew. Cause I didn't want to give it up, but I wanted to try. It was like the, it was like the February one that had like the cinnamon in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely bought both and I absolutely drank them both. Um, <laughs> That morning, and that was a that was an interesting
0: experience. Yeah, uh, that uh, Gideon's. I can't remember if if I can find it. I'll put it in the show notes. But I listened at one point, and I have to figure out which podcast it was. There was an a podcast where they interviewed the person who founded Gideon's, and it was really interesting. I want to say it, it might have been that Park Life podcast, but I'll try to dig that up and and put the link for anybody who's interested. All right, so after uh fueling up at Gideon's what's next yes
1: Uh, yes breakfast of champions cookies you know and Mm -hmm. then um you know just the normal shenanigans lots of shopping um hitting you know world of Disney Mm -hmm. seeing if there's anything I don't need in there um one of my favorite (laughs) stores (laughs) one of my favorite stores uh Disney style I like to go to that Mm -hmm. one because that usually is where I have more luck if there was something I saw that was coming out usually world of Disney won't have it but Disney style will Mm -hmm. Um, because it's less looked at so I like to kind of uh, sneak in there Um, and then we just kind of prowl around honestly there's always like a different thing that kind of catches our eye um, Mm -hmm. or that's something that we're kind of looking for like my husband likes to go into both Star Wars stores Um, he's a huge Star Wars fan and especially because Ahsoka has now officially come out he's constantly on the lookout for new merch for that Um, Mm -hmm. and they actually did just do a collection we did swipe a couple. Things from that. Um, But you know, we always just kind of look for a different, just looking for trouble. Honestly, we are in and out pretty much everywhere. Um, We Mm -hmm. go to Pin Traders. Uh um, And this actually may be the trip where my son gets his first magic band because he's now finally old enough to pay for a ticket (laughs) and he's. Kind of old enough to be responsible for, it, but not really. But uh, you know, we we have a we have a method to that madness, just to kind of let him pick his own, uh, uh-huh. like my daughter did when we took her for her first time. So pretty much lots of shenanigans, and then a really good late lunch, early dinner at homecoming.
0: Ooh, now I do love a homecoming meal. What is something that you get every single time you go to homecoming? Ooh, uh,
1: definitely the thigh high chicken biscuits. Mm-hmm. That is a favorite. Um, And then mac and cheese. We -hmm. always say we're ordering it for the kids, even though we know that they, for some reason, don't eat as much of it. Um, Mm -hmm. I just get it. So that way I make sure I have guaranteed leftovers of it and I can eat
0: most of it (laughs) myself. Uh, It is
1: so good. I always have to get the deviled eggs. Oh, yeah, those are really good. And, and now they have the fried pickle spears too, which I don't think they've yeah. had forever, but they like, it, he introduced them like as a limited thing. And I guess they kept him on. So we get those as well. And they're yeah. so good.
0: I have not tried those yet, but I do love fried pickles. So that will definitely be on my, my homecoming bucket list next time I make it over there. Okay. So after lunch at homecoming, what's up next? I'm imagining maybe some pool time.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yep. This is um, the good thing about me and my husband staying at Saratoga this in the summer when it was just me and him. We kind of got to kind of check it out ahead of time um, where uh, when we stayed at Old Key West for the first time, we didn't. We stayed there with the kids for the first time, which was still fine. They had a blast. Um, mm-hmm. But now we kind of can see like what areas are the best and how the bus is exactly run. So, you know, we know how to get them up and going when it's time. Uh, but yeah, we, get, we, we walked from the grandstand section, which is kind of up there towards the front entrance all mm-hmm. the way to Disney Springs when we stayed. So we kind of got to see almost every single building and it, their pool. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were like, oh, yeah, our kids would have a blast, not just at the grandstand pool, but at the main feature pool, too. It is they are super cool. Um, lots of like fun areas for them. So we were like, this would definitely, I think, be more their speed. Mm-hmm. Not that Old Key West wasn't. It just, you know, it was just a pool and it had the slide and, you know, it had a nice area. But I feel like this one will give them some variety. So yeah, we're definitely going to hit up the pools, maybe multiple. Um, That's why we're doing kind of the early, early dinner.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, after, after that, what's, what's next on the itinerary?
1: Mm, Not sure yet, depending on how well they do with all that. Swimming will probably, and all that travel will probably take it out of them. So they'll probably be, up for bed Um, I will most likely since this is through the affiliate program I'll probably uh, prowl the grounds take some content uh, some Mm -hmm. videos and you know some nice pictures that was the one thing I was kind of bummed I didn't get really good pictures the first time we stayed I got Mm -hmm. a ton of the room that we were in because we got uh, pixie dusted to a one bedroom when we had booked a deluxe studio Um, so which I my face just hit the floor when we walked in I was like oh what is all this (laughs) I'm like did we mess up (laughs)
0: You're like, I didn't expect a full kitchen.
1: <laughs> so I, I mean, I ran through that thing. I'm like snapping pictures and looking at everything. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And now I'm spoiled. Um, but the resort, the grounds, uh, by the time we had left Disney Springs, it was kind of dark enough that like, you know, pictures come out kind of weird and grainy looking. You don't get that nice golden hour anymore. You get the weird nighttime film Mm -hmm. everywhere and it's kind of humid so I was like okay I gotta get better some better photos so people can see all the beautiful things and those buildings they are so cute they're like each one's like colorful Mm -hmm. and you know like a pastel-y color so yeah I wanna Mm I wanna I'll probably do that do like a little solo mission run around and um and then yeah and then we gotta
0: get to bed because we got a rope drop because that's my speed (laughs) all right so Saturday the 14th where will you be rope dropping we are going to Rope Drop Epcot. Okay. How are your kids at Epcot?
1: Oh, my goodness. They love it. Um, we have gone more on these little weekend trips, or if we're just only doing one park and we bring the kids, mm-hmm. we're, we find ourselves going more to Epcot than we have to Magic Kingdom. Um even though there is more things for them to get into at Magic Kingdom, there's definitely more rides, especially for my son who's three. He's still kind of in the short side where we're trying to push mm-hmm. him to that 40 inches, but he refuses to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but veggies. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, come on, dude, where's some more milk? Let's get this going. <laughs> um, so there's more things, but it's just, it's also more things. They are way more overwhelmed. You know, mm-hmm. they can only really appreciate so much. So I'm like, to say, spare them this um, feeling of, overwhelmed every time they see Magic Kingdom we kind of try to back off and Epcot is a lot more of like a lower speed Mm -hmm. we just kind of can go and bounce around and enjoy a lot of the rides are more for them they're just like kind of calm and slow and relaxing but also like you know fun it's more on their level Mm -hmm. um you know and then having things like the Aquarium my son is huge into sea life turtles sharks all kinds I mean he is so that is a big fascination of his so we try to keep him Um, there for that and then things like turtle talk with crush more for them and it's also hilarious i love that show so (laughs) cute um so just things like that it's just kind of a better i think speed for them just where they're at they're just kind Mm -hmm. of at that age where even though like my daughter is six and can ride almost most things now she doesn't want to yet so she's like not mentally ready even though she's tall enough and for him he's not quite tall enough and yeah you know so we just kind of introduce him to things a little bits at a time and um, but then also the, the biggest thing is just, you know, a lot of the um, educational things is more for them. And like mm-hmm. the little areas that they have to just kind of play and do, yeah you know, they have a lot of playgrounds at Epcot, which Magic Kingdom does not have. It's just pretty much all rides and like a couple safe zones.
0: But Epcot's mm-hmm. like, here's a playground, here's a splash pad. Here's the, you know. Yeah. No, this is what I love to hear. Cause I think that there is uh, uh this, expectation by people who are not as familiar with Disney that Epcot is not a place for younger kids and that it's more adult-centric because you hear about people drinking around the world and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. And so I think that some people with with little ones don't do as much time at Epcot, but there is plenty to do and I would just like to say that my my stance is you have to show them what is fun about Epcot. If you Think of it as an adult-only park. You're not going to show them the things that they would enjoy doing. There's there's a lot to do there, from the uh, going around to the different countries and getting the stamps from the different kidcot stations to, like you said, the aquarium and the splash pads and the the playgrounds. Um, I feel like it's it's our job as parents to find things like that that they will like and show them that they can enjoy this, this kind of park too. It doesn't have to be all rides all the time for it to be fun.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Epcot is definitely, I feel like it's one of the better ones for kids, at least small kids, Mm -hmm. where I know like a lot of people, it's their gut instinct. They're like magic kingdom. That's where they can ride all these rides. And I'm like, yeah, but not all kids like them.
0: Right. (laughs) You know, some kids just
1: don't really love rides or they Mm -hmm. don't like them yet. And the more you try to force all of them on them, you know, they kind of get a bad first impression. And then Mm -hmm. that might be harder for them later. Whereas Epcot kind of has a little bit of everything, you know, it has like frozen. That's technically a drop ride, but at least it's family. And Mm -hmm. Remy is a little calmer, um, but has some action and has that 3d effect. So it kind of tells you whether or not they are okay with those and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, living with the land and Nemo and Mm -hmm. figment, they're all just chill. Like, so if they are seeming like they're about to break down, Go take them on one of those because the calm, cold, the air conditioning, the cool air, something to keep them stimulated on something else works Mm -hmm. every single time. Whereas Magic Kingdom, I just feel like it's just all go and they just get stressed and overwhelmed and it's just a lot.
0: Yeah. Um, So are you going to be trying for any virtual queue for Guardians of the Galaxy for this day? Or are you a Guardians of the Galaxy fan, I should ask? Because some people don't like it because it makes them a little motion sick.
1: Oh, it absolutely makes me motion sick, but it's worth it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it does not affect me at all. And I love it. It's my favorite ride in Disney right now. Yeah.
1: I, I have to prepare heavily for it. I take like a quarter of a Dramamine so I can still enjoy my day without being,
0: you know, mm-hmm. drowsy.
1: Um, I pregame with a Bev. Uh-huh. And then I go on it and then I drink some more Bev when I get out of it, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> just, to, just to ground me. <laughs> but I, I absolutely love it. And we have two songs left to get. So we, we write it every chance we get.
0: Okay. What songs are you hoping to get?
1: Um, I want September. Uh-huh. I, I hear all the amazing things. I'm starting to feel like it doesn't exist. I feel like everyone's just being paid to say that September's on there.
0: Um, <laughs> and of I, I, I have people who say they only get September, and I'm like, I will
1: take it. I will borrow one. Just send me. Get you. You get in line in front of me, and we'll go on the same car, so that way I can ensure I get it,
0: mm-hmm. since they are a
1: magnet. But yes, <laughs> I'm hoping to get September. Um, or conga. We got conga the first time. And until we get September, conga our favorite.
0: What's the other one besides uh, September that you have not gotten?
1: Uh, it is Iran. Yeah, oh. we haven't we haven't had Iran yet.
0: You know what? That is my least favorite of all the songs. I've I've managed to get them all. And there's something about that one that makes it feel slower to me. Oh, OK. I don't know why. Um I just I really feel like the song you get makes a huge difference in your ride experience. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, I don't that- know, every time that one plays I'm like, Ugh. <laughs>
1: my favorite one. <laughs> yeah, that is me and everybody wants to rule the world. I feel oh. like it's just so weirdly paced for the ride that is just so intense and you just got this like slow chill vibe going on it just throws me off every time and I'm like no and of course I've gotten that one twice and everything else once
0: okay well you're not wrong it you're about the way that it feels in my family we do have a very personal love of that song because when we brought Alex home from the hospital my husband was like I want this to be the very first song he hears on this earth and it was because the first line is um welcome to your life. There's no turning back. And so that was the first song we played for him when we got home from the hospital. And so we consider it to be Alex's song. And we got it the very first time we ever wrote Guardians. And we were like, yes. But now that I've gotten all the other songs, I agree. Like, If you want the ride to feel more intense, probably one of my favorites to get is One Way or Another, because it really feels like you're chasing- The, yeah the villain it's got that feel to it and then i also really loved disco inferno too that oh yeah a that's fun a good one feel to it <laughs> oh yeah yeah so at this point as long as i don't get Iran, i'm good <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> yeah I, I don't anticipate loving it that much it's just like one of those really like, now you have to check off all six you gotta collect them all so i'm like right. i'm fine with it i'm sure it'll probably be down there with um everybody wants to rule the world but at least we'll say we have them all
0: Okay. All right. Um, what else are you looking forward to at Epcot? Do you have any um, dining plans to tell us about?
1: Uh, yes, we are going to have another kind of, I guess, early dinner uh, at Via Napoli. That's one of our favorites. Nice.
0: Do you do the the pizza there? Yes. Yep. We
1: We are those people. We get that giant pizza. Mm-hmm. And then they remind us how many it feeds. And we were like, yeah, we know what we're
0: about. We're, we're going to eat this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Like we've been preparing for this all day.
1: <laughs> it's like, you guys, you guys have no idea. I will eat. <laughs> do not worry.
0: Okay. And then food and wine will still be going on. Are you going to do any booths at lunchtime or, or I should ask, are, are you going to eat breakfast before you rope drop or are you planning to get something once you get to the park?
1: uh usually we get the kids a snack mm-hmm. and we'll kind of do like a very light little breakfast for them and then usually we'll rope drop a couple things and then we'll hit up Layall since they it opens mm-hmm. earlier than the rest of world showcase so yeah. we'll usually get a nice breakfast there that's one of our favorite places to go mm-hmm. um and then you know we kind of yeah well then we we'll use the booths to kind of snack around um and since it's Later in the year, um, a couple of the ones that were not open in July are now open. So we're going to check out, I think, the new one, um, the new ice cream one, Swirled Showcase. Oh, uh, yeah. That, okay. that one just opened up in at the end of September. So we're definitely going to check that one out because I hear amazing things about it. And um, just kind of poke around, too, but anything else that we didn't get to. That's kind of always our thing. We always have this big old list. And then by the time you get there,
0: mm-hmm. you are
1: so overwhelmed with grabbing everything and you know a pickle milkshake was involved so that you know changes your trajectory and <laughs> so so now that that's done i feel like we can kind of try a couple more things that maybe we didn't before or things uh-huh. that now we've heard are good that uh-huh. we you know that we might want to try and then of course any favorites like the the uh, pickle fries from the fry basket i'm going to need mm-hmm. those
0: <laughs> i did not hit up the the fry basket when i was there for labor day weekend i did not try a pickle milkshake either but uh <laughs> I, I don't feel badly about not trying
1: that. <laughs> yep. You definitely should not. You definitely did not miss anything.
0: It was an experience. hmm Okay. Um, all right. After dinner, uh, do you have any other plans? Like, how late do you stay in the parks? We kind of just let the kids kind of
1: rule that. Um, if they are so out, just off the wall, they can't handle it anymore. We will usually try to, you know, wrap it up a little early. Um, We try to kind of do as much as we can as early as possible for that reason. So just Mm -hmm. that way, if they get too tired or we get too tired, you know, we're totally fine calling it a day Um, and then maybe hitting up the pool right before bed. Um, Sometimes they can hang like we've had some successful full park days um, just by taking a couple breaks in the park, like using Mm -hmm. dining or, you know, saving a couple of those long rides like living with the land or spaceship earth for the Mm -hmm. middle and that kind of gives them that feeling of like they've decompressed and they've kind of been in some quiet and some you know Mm -hmm. out of stimulation for a little bit um but if we do those early then sometimes we'll just take a break like we'll just literally go back to the resort and take a refresher and then we'll come back at night Mm -hmm. um because the show at night is not in my good graces we i'm totally fine leaving before that, so really, you're not I, an
0: Epcot forever Stan. <laughs> I am not at all I'm very upset with its presence. Mm, yeah, I I don't know. I, I, I watched it and I thought all of this is is a lot of references to old things at the parks that if you were not going back in those days, you have no idea what the references are. so it's it wasn't very inclusive of most of the guests so yeah and it's just honestly
1: i mean you take illuminations and even though it was dated it still Mm -hmm. was interesting to look at there were still Mm -hmm. like visuals and of course i mean harmonious was she was perfection um may she rest (laughs) in peace (laughs)
0: um
1: she like just there was visuals there's just more in epcot forever like i haven't yet to see it in person i've Uh listened to the soundtrack you know i think the the tunes are catchy but of course they are they're the old ones from all the rides like most people know them But, like, I watched it once, like, on a live stream, um, Mm -hmm. a resort TV one, and I was just like, this is so boring. Like, there's just nothing happening in terms of what Epcot fireworks can be. I'm like, there's just nothing happening. And, of course, it's lingering longer and longer. And I'm just like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. So, I'm just like, I'm like, you know what? It's fine. It just gives me a little bit of time where I can not feel guilty about leaving, you know, Mm -hmm. the park a little early or, you know, doing rides during that time, like, trying to hit one more good ride or whatever or just getting out before the crowds you know at least that way i don't feel guilty about it um but yeah until we get our new show luminous it'll be not Mm -hmm. a lot of nights at Epcot.
0: yeah i'm looking forward to seeing what luminous is is going to be like i i have high hopes i do i i was a, a a fan of harmonious i was not a fan of the barges but I liked the show itself. In fact, a lot of times when I am working, I will turn the harmonious music on in the background on my Spotify while I'm doing work. And there's just something so soothing about hearing the songs and getting to hear different languages within it. And I just I love it. So I'm listening to that constantly. So my hope is that Luminous will be kind of a marriage of Illuminations and Harmonious where the the great storyline I felt of Harmonious combined with Illuminations and what it was where, with Illuminations I feel like it did not matter as much where you were watching it from and that is what I would like to see with Luminous because with Harmonious it did make a difference where you were standing um, and I just think that you should be able to kind of pick any spot around World Showcase and get a fairly similar experience. That's what I would want to see because when you make it so that there's only a couple really good spots, those spots just get crowded and it's hard to find a place. And yeah, that's not not my favorite.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. That was kind of the the frustrating part. Even though I found a nice little spot, it still was like kind of a bummer to know that like people who don't know things or don't, you know, Mm -hmm. follow or hear, you know, watch vloggers and stuff that recommend certain areas. It's like, yeah, you'd really don't know where you're supposed to be. Right. And you know, that can make a huge difference. And if that's your only time to see it, then, you know, that's, that is a bummer. So yeah, I definitely would love to see that too. A little bit more of like you can be anywhere and see it and still have a good time and, but also have that same effect.
0: So that is the end of Saturday. What about, sunday sunday the 15th
1: yep so we are we leave that morning um not sure yet if we are going to attempt to do more of like a later start and kind of get out in more of like the mid-morning time or leave at our normal crazy unheard of hour it'll just depend on how much stuff we can get done before we leave Mm -hmm. uh, at home because as long as we are set up before we leave then we're good to go. Um, Mm -hmm. We don't need to do as many errands and stuff. When we get home on Sunday, we can kind of take a little bit of a later day, but we'll just kind of play it by ear. But either way, we'll be checking out that morning.
0: Yeah. When you do that long a drive, you you said you stop about every two hours for a snack, but do you have like a midway point that you will always stop at that you would recommend? I know a lot of people try to do Bucky's, but I'm not sure Mm -hmm. where on the journey that is. (laughs)
1: Yeah, we do. Bucky's for us is like I think a bigger deal on the way down. It's mm-hmm. the one we stop out—the first one that you get to after crossing into Florida—is about two hours left, kind of the journey right before you get in. So that to us is like a big
0: We're moment. We're like, like, yeah. yeah, we
1: get like a second win. We'll get like a real good, you know, a good Bucky snack, which is different than just a gas station snack, you know, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and just kind of refresh dig deep and then you know hit it for that last two hours um other than that there's not really a good halfway point it's usually somewhere in georgia like sometimes savannah Mm
0: -hmm. will be
1: and it's a little more than the halfway ends up being but you know like we kind of have a couple like we're trying to keep track of our favorite places every single time we go down there i'm like we should just keep track of like the each place that we like to stop so that Mm -hmm. way we always know like what exit but we're never coordinated enough to do that because of lack of
0: sleep do you drive the same uh path every time like you're always on the same roads
1: yeah yeah we just take the the main highways down um and it's it's pretty much the same every single time i think the only time we've done it different is we were coming from a different area we came from my aunt's house in Evans, Georgia, and that kind of took us around in a different way, almost kind of like a back road meets highway later thing. So usually for us, it's a just straight shot, just changing highways.
0: Yeah. If I were doing that journey, the same drive, lots of times, I would probably make my own Google map and start throwing little pins on things that. I'd like to stop at so that every time I would go I just pull it up and be like oh this is the closest thing that we know we've liked before um, I would love to be within driving distance it's uh, very hard at times of the year to find a reasonably priced flight so and we have driven once from New York down to Orlando and it was fine but it was just really long and you I suppose you could do it in one day if you were taking turns driving, but we split it up into two. It was just too long.
1: Oh, yeah. I can imagine that would be. I know I've I've seen a couple people attempt, like, from places like New York, Ohio, up there and kind of trying to do that. And they kind of go through their little method. And every time I'm just like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like, I thought our drive was long. But I mean, yeah, imagine having to split it up into days just to make it, you know, versus a flight, which could be, I mean. Upwards of eight hours, what most. Yeah. And that's if you were coming from real far away. So, yeah, I totally get it. It's just yeah, yeah. I'm sure dealing with those flights is not fun, especially lately where flights have just not been fun in general.
0: I know, I know. It is. It's hard to go to the airport. It's hard to deal with with public who are, I don't know what what is the matter with people lately. But are you constantly you can't turn on the news without seeing someone going crazy on a flight or you know stuff like that. So. better to avoid it if you're able to. Um, Okay. All right. So when you get back, you would have to go back to work the very following day. I assume both of your children will go back to school. How do they do usually on the days right after a trip? Are they um, after such a long drive and then after such a like fun packed couple of days?
1: Um, Usually they do okay. They're never like huge inconveniences or anything they might be a little extra sleepy but Mm -hmm. you know we're we're just not Monday people in general so it was one of those where we had to tell ourselves a long time ago you know this is just our life this is just how we get out of the house especially on a Monday we just don't all wake up and we're not all Uh always ready to go we may not necessarily always be on time but that's all right you know they're just kids but yeah that's usually what motivates us leaving Mm-hmm. uh so early is if we just go ahead and again get the, most of the drive out before the sun really comes up and then if we get home by like noon or one we still pretty much have our day left we can you know run the couple errands or take a you know a little bit of a rest get everybody you know situated unpacked do all that kind of stuff and that i think helps them a little bit more where they just feel like oh it's just a normal sunday like we're just yeah. doing a normal sunday thing and then they go to bed at a normal uh hour but it, even if we leave kind of later in the day like at more like sort of eight or nine o'clock you know they still would get home at a decent hour and we would just do you know bedtime and dinner like normal and that I think helps a lot you know not getting in at a weird hour as long as we try to maintain the integrity of Sunday night mm-hmm. then Monday morning is usually no different they're good to go
0: okay all right anything else you want to tell us about this this quick jaunt down to the most magical place on earth
1: um no just that I'm really excited I'm happy that the disney 100th celebration is going to line up Mm -hmm. i'm a little bummed that moana i'm missing moana by
0: literally one day i was going to ask about that that is it stings so much (laughs) but it's okay who are they letting in right now because it was cast member previews do you know when the ap and the dvc previews start is that the one day
1: um uh, those yeah those are the ones that are running now so i think mm-hmm. what they did is they split it there's there was like a week last week in september mm-hmm. and then a break and i think then they start another round from now until the fourth
0: mm-hmm. which is
1: kind of weird and then from the fifth to the 16th there's just nothing i i don't mm-hmm. know maybe mm-hmm. if they're doing maybe like some um promos or something maybe they're gonna be filming in there or doing mm-hmm. like special groups or something but yeah as of right now they haven't announced any other thing or if they were going to extend that but the APs and the DVCs were supposed to end uh, October 4th but mm-hmm. then the actual attraction itself won't open till the 16th so it's kind of mm-hmm. weird that they're doing it that way but I just wow. was hoping that maybe like those couple days would line up and then it was maybe going to open either already open or if it was going to open later. But no, of course, it's going to open the next day. But I do get sworn over California. So I will take that as my consolation prize because it's worth it.
0: Yeah. Well, I will cross my fingers that maybe there'll be some Disney magic and you'll wander past and be like, just hey, look sad. It's open. <laughs> it's open. I'm going to go in. OK. Um, yeah. Just look sad. Just, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how, how you could sneak in there. Maybe uh, find a a sympathetic cast member. (laughs) Let me just take a quick, quick peek, you know? Yeah. Oh, um, okay. Well, I look forward to hearing all about this. I hope that you have a, a really fun time and I hope that everything goes according to plan with your drive, with everything. And we will talk to you when you get back. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much to Kat for sharing the trip planning process with us. You can hear Kat's post-trip report in the episode immediately following this one. It is ready and waiting for you now. I hope everyone has a great week. And until we meet again, keep daydreaming about where you long to be.